Welcome to Hot Girl Happy Hour, where sometimes we defend the homewrecker. That was a joke. I wanted a sound bitey intro, but welcome to Hot Girl Happy Hour. <laughs> Chill. That was a joke. I wanted a sound bitey intro, but welcome to Hot Girl Happy Hour, where I discuss all things pop culture, lifestyle, and hot. Today, I am covering the Rachel Levis interview with Bethany Frankler. I don't want to get hate for this, but I have related to Raquel, as we used to call her, in a lot of ways. Stay with me. I do not go by my real name, Erin, because it's literally ugly and basic. I would meet so many people, and 98% of Erins in the world are not hot. It's not a hot girl name, in my opinion. Um, Anytime someone calls me a ditz, I'm like, how am I a ditz when I have a degree? literally every time. And I also aged out of the pageant system and cried hysterically. And by that, I mean men no longer buy me drinks at the club because I'm 28 and a little bit old. That's I'm 27. <laughs> I literally wrote down 28 in my notes. I'm 27. I'll be 28 in January. I have watched the whole series with the knowledge of Scandal because I am a very late Vanderpump fan. I was literally up until 3 a.m. watching old seasons, waiting for this Bambi-ass woman to come, as Lala called her. But Rachel, who is officially no longer buying, going by Raquel, sat down for a two-parter interview. And I basically already knew what she was basically going to say, like, blah, 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 I fucked up, blah, 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 I thought he loved me, blah, blah, blah. I didn't deserve that amount of hate. Because really, the reunion was brutal. And like, Bethany sat there and she read, she was like, this is what they said to you. Disgusting. But I'm like, why are you rehashing the main things? And she's like, how did that make you feel? How the fuck do you think it made her feel, Bethany? It's whatever. But Rachel says that mainly she had an issue with love and frequently confuses intensity for intimacy. I think that's true with a lot of affairs, you know, like, it's heightened by you're sneaking around, maybe it's such a secret, it's dangerous, it's like you're 16 again to these people. But then when it's no longer an affair, it's just kind of boring. And it's like, oh, like, do I even like you? That's really what they'd be looking up there thinking about each other. Tom Sandoval is a cancer, which makes sense with that, because once the wonder wears off, a cancer will just throw you away. She was asked directly by Tom what the issue with the affair became is that they could not settle on a timeline of when it began and things like that. Tom really did not want anyone knowing that Rachel went and visited his family. I don't know if that's about the way he wants himself painted or his family painted, because if your family is literally meeting your side thing, it's kind of shady of them. And like people are like, wow, your mom's kind of a see you next Tuesday as James would say, she, Rachel decided that her honesty could no longer be compromised, which is why she eventually revealed the true timeline, including her sleeping over there when Ariana was at her grandmother's funeral. She says, basically, (laughs) what I was thinking, it's like, I'll be a whore, but I draw the line at lying about it. So I'm going to tell everything you did, which, okay, Rachel, if that's your opinion, do what you need to do. Something that she said early on in the interview that I feel was a little shitty was that she said, me and Ariana were never that close of friends. And the only reason we started (laughs) spending more time together is because I was spending more time with Tom. Oh my God, Rachel. 
it's like, are you trying to make yourself look worse? Are you trying to make yourself look better? I'm not sure. She says that they never really hung out one-on-one. And if they were best friends, why had they never hung out one-on-one? She says that Ariana's overdoing the intensity and the dynamic of their friendship. And she says that Sheena's also doing the same thing. And basically, she was never even that close with these people. Which, if you weren't that close with these people, how are you also saying that you don't have any more friends? But whatever, I digress. Um, Rachel also says that the relationship between Tom and Ariana was basically just a business partnership as far as she was concerned. And I'm not even going to lie. If I were making like six figures plus because of a relationship that I wasn't like super happy in, I might stay in it. And people are like, well, no, happiness is more important than money. Is it like if I'm making Ariana level money, like, so this week, Lisa Vanderpump said that um, Raquel made $361,000 for Vanderpump Rules. Raquel's been on the show less time than Ariana, so I'm assuming Ariana makes more. So if I were making, even if I were making $361,000, am I going to stay in a relationship I don't mm, super like? Absolutely. You guys don't know what it's like to be fucking broke. So that's probably why the people that are like, I wouldn't do that. I fucking would. I grew up poor as fuck. I'm going to do anything I can to get as much money as I fucking can. So this is a direct quote from Rochelle, Rachel in the interview. She said, I know I would not be in the, involved in this affair secrecy type situation if I thought that there was longevity in this relationship between Tom and Ariana. The people closest to them could see that their relationship hasn't been what they portray on camera. And Tom always told me, like, they're a brand, they're an image, they work together to make brand deals, and they are business partners. I think this is how a lot of, like, girls get caught up with celebrity men. It's like the whole Adam Levine thing, and the girl was like, well, I thought they weren't really together and going through a divorce. And, like, a lot of girls are like, no, they're just together for business sake. Okay, well, like, then you need to admit it's an affair. You can't say, no, they're really broken up. Because really, if they were a business partnership, Ariana wouldn't, it wouldn't need to be kept a secret. Ariana would be able to know. If anything, Ariana would need to know if it, if they were a business partnership. He was telling her that they were over, but like, I would think that it would click in her head. Like others in the group would know too that they were over. Like her and Lala would be like, wow. So like how long have Tom and Ariana been over? So like- I really don't get what's not clicking. Like they would hide that issue from the producers like they do code or they would come up with a code name for her or something. So Rachel offered Tom a place to live at one point in time after everything got exposed. And he just kept living in the same house as Ariana. And she says it didn't matter. And them living together didn't affect it because they've been roommates for a while. And I think this is one of her defending cases on like, yeah, everyone knows that they're just roommates ariana is also getting a ton of like brand bills even though the relationship was basically over and she's garnering a lot of sympathy and rachel seems bitter about a big part of the money of it like and i have seen like ariana has gotten a lot of bills like she got bill canes with duracell like she is getting her money right now good for her and she's gonna be on dancing with the stars so yeah but rachel did hint a lot during the podcast that maybe tom and ariana orchestrated the whole thing for views she says that Tom was offered a producer credit for this season, and it's like he was awarded for the drama of Scandaval. They say that um, Vanderpump was not doing very good. Their ratings were down. The views were down. 
And this reignited Vanderpump rules. You can look at the numbers. You can look at the money. Rachel did make Bravo a lot of money. And she feels like she should get some of it. She used the phrase that she feels she was caught up in something too big for her to handle. And Bethany was very um, sympathetic with Rachel about this. And the way I felt she was talking, she was like, I'm just a 28 teenage year old girl. I don't know what to do. I was so caught up. She's not British. I don't know why I made her British for a second. And like, she says there's all these producers and there's Lisa Vanderpump and nobody was truly worried about Rachel because she's just a plot line to them. She's not even like that close with any of them. So they don't really give a fuck about her. I don't know much about Bethany Frankel, but Bethany Frankel didn't know much about Vanderpump. So I feel like we're both allowed to talk about things we don't know that well. But I just feel like she is super salty at not only Bravo, not only Lisa Vanderpump, but Andy Cohen, like, is there some tea there? Like, I feel like she definitely has beef with Andy Cohen. He's a talk show host. Lisa Vanderpump is a restaurant owner slash reality star. Like, they're not Rachel's parents and they're not authority figures. And if Rachel truly, like, wanted help, I feel like she would have gone to Lisa and been like, this is what Tom is telling me. This is what I'm feeling. What should I do? Like, did she ask people for advice and be like, what should I do? And were all these people like, mm, just wait for the relationship to blow over. Maybe it will this season. I'm, I, I want to sympathize with her. And I was hoping this would give me more sympathy towards her, but it really didn't. What I do have sympathy about Rachel for is that Tom did record her without her consent masturbating. Um, I never knew what the video was on his phone. And then I found out after the interview and I was like, that is crazy. She felt like her privacy didn't matter. He told her he recorded her because he wanted her to see it later on so she could see how beautiful she was. This man is literally the definition of a walking ick to me. I've never gotten the appeal with him and how he is always in a relationship. And he had, what's her name? Kristen and Ariana battling it out. And now we have we had Rachel and Ariana battling it out over this cringe ass, icky ass man. I literally thought the video, like when Ariana, and when it was brought up at the reunion, I thought it was like just them talking. And I was like, oh, wow, that would piss me off. Like, what is this bitch saying that's so insightful that you felt the need to screen record her like while cheating on me? But figuring out as a masturbation thing, I was like, oh, okay, that's how like, okay. Um, who screen records a FaceTime? That's like, are we emailing you grandpa weirdo? Whatever. So on March 1st, Ariana sent Rachel the video the screen record and she texted her you're dead to me as someone who has their news has had their news leaked in a dramatic fashion I really really do feel bad for Rachel with that like Tom is disgusting and to do that is trash I think filming someone without their consent is just as gross as cheating and he deserves more hate than he's getting for filming Rachel without her consent so during that night, Tom was performing, and this is another direct quote from Rachel, his new hit single during the concert when, and we all know the, this part of the, like, we all know this story, his phone fell out, a friend picked it up, Ariana put in his code, had an urge to go through his pictures and found it. Um, Rachel kind of doesn't buy that story. She kind of thinks a lot of this was orchestrated by Tom, but we'll get to that in a minute. And then Sheena basically attacked her and then threw her brand new iPhone in the street. At the time, Rachel said she felt she deserved it, but she was very concerned about her phone. 
breaking, but it did not, she said gratefully. Um, when Tom came to record, he was very upset like that she brought up during recording, oh, why did you take that video without my consent? She says that Tom then boycotted filming so that he could make producers take out the scene where he says that where she says that he filmed her without her consent. Like I said, she kind of feels like it was fabricated for money. Like, well, like Tom purposely engaged in this affair for ratings and that he kind of never truly liked her, which I know people are like, oh, like poor mistress. This guy didn't really have feelings for you. No shit. And she says what she really hopes is that James's violent nature will come to light and that there's justice. She says a lot of the reason she turned to Tom was because her relationship with James was so tumultuous and she needed someone to comfort her and love her. She also says that Kristen will probably quiet down about James for money because they'll probably like offer Kristen the spinoff and really, really give it to her if she just doesn't bring up James so that James can keep being on reality TV. She feels that people are rewarded, awarded, <laughs> rewarded or awarded? rewarded oh my gosh that does not matter um for bad behavior in reality television like going bankrupt for fighting and things they're rewarded and they get more and more money so they continue to act like bad people i think a lot of this is starting to wrap up we're seeing pictures of the cast filming together rachel is not currently filming but i do well like i see how but the cast is back cool with Tom Sandoval, we saw, what's her name, Lala hugging him in a picture, and they're like, you guys don't know our filming obligations, but like, if you really, I don't know, for all of you to say the money doesn't matter that much, why are you all that cool with Tom again, and Rachel's getting this amount of hate, but I mean, Ariana, get that check, I wouldn't want to be within 100 feet of my ex. And I thought she would never speak to him again. Like, I really thought Tom and Rachel were both going to leave. I thought they were either both going to leave or both come back. So for Tom to come back and Rachel not come back, maybe Rachel really doesn't care about the money. Well, like, she doesn't care about the money as far as filming. But I don't think she's going to be back on the show. We'll see. Depending on how great next season is and, like, little hints and stuff, I'll do a few filler episodes about it and my observations. Currently, I'm pre-recording all of the episodes for season three of Hot Girl Happy Hour. And I'm super excited to have a set schedule. I have literally been writing out my scripts. I'm recording 12 episodes this weekend. I'm working on the format of episodes and other things to just make it a bit neater and smoother than my first couple of seasons. I'm really excited about some of the topics I'm recording and to bring you guys more Dream Girl content. So come back in a few weeks and stay hot.